0: It's time for the Dr. Sue Show with your host, nationally recognized parenting expert, Dr. Sue Kornbluth.
1: Hi, everybody. Dr. Sue Kornbluth here. You're listening to the Dr. Sue Show on Stream City Radio. Welcome back. Tonight, we're going to talk about another high conflict divorce topic. And, you know, I was reading an interesting article last week that said divorce is again on the rise. And that is something that has been lower for the last. 10 years, but now it is back up again, and I really think it's because of all the stress that is going on in people's lives on a daily basis, and people are just not spending enough time together, or they're on their phones too much, but that's another topic for another night. And joining me back in studio tonight is my associate, Ashley, and she's going to be joining me on the show two times a month now, because I really want everybody to get to know her better, and also I've gotten such great feedback that you enjoy having her on the the show. So welcome back, Ashley. Hi, that's so nice. I love to hear the good feedback. Would you rather me not give you good feedback? No, I love the good feedback. Good feedback is good. Yes, always. Is that a double positive? Yeah, We have to take it. All right, a double double, positive. Okay. All right, so Ashley, look, I really want to talk about something important tonight Mm -hmm. to a lot of people that have been targeted by a narcissist. Sure. And that is that a lot of times it comes to a point where they begin to feel absolutely numb inside and often lose the emotions or the emotional ability to cope with this or even give their emotions to other because they are so drained by what is going on with the narcissist on a daily basis.
2: Well, I also feel that you say numb and I totally relate to that because a lot of our clients say that, but I don't really believe it's actually gone numb. I think they've put their feelings on the back burner because they can't really handle it anymore. They still feel it, but they've prevented themselves from feeling it. But
1: what are they feeling? Well, they're feeling... Let's get into that first. Well,
2: what they're feeling, what makes them go numb, total pain, frustration, anger, hurt, the feeling that nothing's ever going to get better, you know, no hope. They really
1: feel no hope. And also, when somebody is badgering you daily and calling you names and putting you down and making you feel like a piece of... Shit, I can say, say that it. on the podcast. Just say it.
2: You have to say it. It's All right, the truth. it is.
1: It is the truth. Okay? The narcissist will break you
2: down. I mean, i I got a letter back from a client once that said it's like a virus is invading my email, but it's a verbal virus. That is something I never heard before, but is really like interesting. A ver- like a verbal, verbal virus going through my new, like my email feed. He will just not stop it was right? her, it was her ex-husband would not stop Ugh. bombarding attacking being you know
1: just rude but if somebody's coming at you 24 7 a day and is sending you these horrible emails and calling you names it only makes sense that it would take a toll on you How now it not well exactly because we're only human aren't we what would happen inside of you if that was happening do you think
2: well, I already know if I when I'm overloaded on stress, I'm a human being. I shut down. Like, just I shut down. I just you just need a break. You just need a mental break. So I think I would just turn it all off. To
1: be honest, for a short period of time. Meaning, do not even reread that email. Do not reread that text. Let it go for a long time. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not. I mean, that is something they can do. But well, no. Day that- after day, when you're not getting what you're hoping to get i think it takes such a toll emotionally you know one day you may get a response from your kid Mm -hmm. and this is something we could talk about in the second half of the show sure and this and then you don't hear anything for two weeks and you get discouraged you do right you start to feel like it's not ever going to happen for
2: you or there may be no progress for you ever But we have to give you a little bit of hope here. It's not always like that. Mm -hmm. It's not always never. You know, everything is on a different timetable. You asked me personally, would I just shut down? Yeah. I don't know if I could completely shut down, but you set boundaries for yourself Mm -hmm. because you can only take so
1: much. When you say setting boundaries, though, sometimes I witness that what begins to happen is people are starting to put walls up. And sometimes these walls are a good thing, such as I'm going to put a wall up now and not feel anything towards my ex. Well, then then I say that's good
2: because you're not allowing him or, you know, her to control your thoughts and
1: feelings. But to put a
2: complete wall up and give up, that's a different story. And
1: how about putting walls up with your kids, too? Now, I don't know if that's always bad. Because sometimes I think it's important that people who are going through this horrific, Mm -hmm. horrific situation, there's no doubt about that. They have to get up every day and go to work. They have to get through their days. And function. And function. So if they have to put up some kind of wall emotionally to get through that, then I think that's okay. But I feel, and what some of my clients have said, is that after a while when I'm not getting a response from my kids and I'm trying so hard, I become emotionally depleted. Now, you can certainly understand that, right? Emotionally depleted, absolutely. I mean,
2: it's painful. You're trying. You want to get a response. You want somebody to say something to you. You're, you're really waiting for that. You know, you check your email multiple times. I have clients who say, I keep checking, I keep checking. And I said, like, don't give up. I'm like, sometimes it just takes a little bit longer. Sometimes the other person isn't ready. Sometimes they're not sure what to say back to you. That's right. You know, which is why another topic for another day, why we always say follow up, you know, sometimes the communication that you initially send isn't always going to elicit that response.
1: Right, because it's not hitting on the right aspects of what is needed. But doesn't mean you'll never get one. Right. And, you know, a lot of people say, but what am I doing this for? And what am I going to get back from doing all of this? And it is so draining and it takes every inch of my being Mm -hmm. to respond to a text message or an email from my ex But I think you can lift some of that feeling of being drained if you react in a different way where it doesn't suck the life out of you. Well, we talk
2: about that all the time with our clients. We say, you know what, you don't have to completely engage in the same way that you may have. You know, send a simple response that isn't going to you know get the other party riled up it's about communicating so that it's not so toxic
1: toxic is a great word to use here because the relationship between you and your narcissist is completely toxic and it will not change on their part well i had a client last night if you don't mind me sharing i don't mind at all we
2: spoke about um her narcissistic ex was you know really really just coming at her and you know being very attackful well she started to attack right back which was, which, which, but then she said, then she said, well, I don't know what I'm doing wrong and I don't know why it's not working and I don't know why, what am I going to do? I'm never going to be able to fix this. I said, well, first of all, you don't want to go to combat. We've talked about that before. Yep. You know, change your response a little bit. You may still, listen, I'm not going to say this is going to get rid of your entire emotional depleting feeling. Right. But it will help she responded differently how I instructed her a little differently like what was the way you instructed her to do it? well she basically said to him well if you think your parenting is better never ever ever use the word you people okay if you think your parenting is better then go ahead and he responded you always think that you're the better parent so I had her respond you know things got a little bit heated before you know I want us to be able to work together you know we're both both her parents okay She got a response back that was less toxic. Now, I'm not going to say there was no toxicity involved. I mean, it's a lot, but she got a diffused
1: response. Because what she did and what you instructed her to do, which was beautiful, was to take herself out of the going back and forth of you did this and you did that and interject with something that diffused Diffuse. the animosity. So, and you know, she which wasn't, makes it less draining. She wasn't
2: feeling as drained at that point. Now, I'm not going to say that there won't be another instance. I mean, you, it's a work in progress. But she felt a little bit better. She felt a little less stressed than she did the day before. You
1: know what she really felt, Ashley? Is Tell me
2: empowerment. Right. Because and also he wasn't going at her as much because he didn't really have anything to say. There was nothing to. What can you fight say back, back to at. that? And you know. But I can understand. Well, I'm sure they could come up with some
1: things to say back uh, well, to that. Well, yeah,
2: actually, I've seen it. But, you know, she didn't feel as, like, much as she wanted to just give up completely. You know, it was it was more workable. And I'm not saying Rome was built in a day. We've talked about that plenty of times. But it was more workable in the
1: community. Absolutely. And I think learning these specific tools mm-hmm. and words and language that we teach our clients every day puts them in a better position to not feel as drained because they have a tool to use. You know how many people call or came in or sat with us and said, I don't know what to say back right and i'll say i'll say let me see the communications that you two have had
2: correct you know, i always that's the first thing we ask for because yes. i want to see how they speak how they communicate and then they
1: say oh i'm not doing anything wrong i'm being nice as can be yeah. no you're not no, and listen no <laughs> offense you're probably not because you're not objective but that's okay because we
2: look at it and i and i pulled some things i go well She feels or he feels that you don't support him. Yeah. You know, you can see that. And that's, these things get escalated.
1: What is life all about in every single relationship that anybody is in really about? Compromise. Compromise. Communication. Yes. Listening to each other. Mm -hmm. And really hearing each other and listening to what the other person is saying and taking that into consideration when you're coming back with a response. And people don't do that enough. I certainly don't either, and you don't either no, always. No, no,
2: of course not. Nobody is, listen, there are times that I probably regret the things that I said on the bad, but it came
1: out of me. I know. Me you too. Know, it happens.
2: We're human. I'm not saying... We can't sit here and say we always communicate effectively. Come on, Ashley.
1: You know I do. <laughs> <laughs> but some I'm, other people may say, no, I yeah, don't. <laughs>
2: but I'm just saying we're not perfect. We realize our own things that we say, but we've been trying to... You know, you yeah. try to just make a small change. But the
1: thing is, and we're going to go to a break in a second, but... We're already halfway for the show. Really- I know. You know and Ashley, what, Ashley? What do you want from me? We can talk forever. But what <laughs> I'm saying is, now my thought just left. And we'll come back. Will it? I think. Don't think about it, and it will. That's what they say. <laughs> But anyway, what I'm saying here is that you're always going to get a negative response back from the narcissist. They want to push your buttons. But you don't have to give a you response back. You don't have to participate in their drama. And that will put less draining on you. And we come back from the break. I'm going to talk about one-sentence responses To change the way you respond to your narcissistic acts. I don't even know if I said that right. One sentence response. Yeah, we got this. Sentence. We'll be right back. Okay, (laughs) bye-bye.
0: When you need solutions to the financial side of a divorce it's important to turn to an expert. Barbara Rowans at Sound Divorce Solutions can move you towards financial security. She takes the time to listen and helps you create a smarter settlement. Get financial expertise when you need it most. Call Barbara today for your free consultation at 215-355-0989. That's 215-355-0989.
3: Hi, this is Keith Edmonds, founder of the Keith Edmonds Foundation, a nonprofit that has been established to empower children that are victims of abuse and neglect. There's a report of child abuse made every 10 seconds in the U.S. The Keith Edmonds Foundation hosts Camp Confidence, a camp that assists these children in transitioning from child abuse victim to child abuse survivor to ultimately an adult thriver. As a survivor myself, this is personal. I have a deep understanding of what is needed by these children. For more information on how you can help, visit us at www.keithedmondsfoundation.org children
0: of divorce face difficult and unique challenges life circles can be the answer working with teens and young adults to help them powerfully not only cope but thrive while experiencing parental divorce or separation. This can be one of the toughest times in the life of a young person. But never fear, Life Circles is here to help. Marty Matika of Life Circles is a seasoned therapist and coach and has helped hundreds of kids change their lives for the better. Check them out on the web at life-circles.com. That's life-circles.com. We all know that co-parenting can be a difficult task to manage. It's hard to find a way to agree when it comes to parenting your kids. When you feel stuck, you need a seasoned expert to help move you forward. Stephanie Newberg has been working with parents for years to help them create a more amicable and productive co-parenting relationship. She understands your needs and frustrations. Get help when you need it most. Call Stephanie today for a free phone consultation at 610-883-0127. She can work with you in person or by Skype or video conferencing. Stephanie also specializes in seeing teens as well.
1: Hi, Ashley. We are back from the break. You're listening to the Dr. Sue Show on Stream City Radio. This is where we talk about high conflict divorce issues. All right. Now let's get to our one-sentence
2: help. We Now we can say sentence. We, we're back. We're refreshed. We can talk. Okay.
1: Good point. Good point. So... I talk to my clients a lot of times about not writing back in paragraphs. And I know you do too. That well, I tell I think less is more it absolutely is in these situations.
2: Um, I tell them, you know, sometimes they'll prepare their own letters. We don't advise upon that, but hey, it
1: happens. Don't do it.
2: Don't do it, but we, we, we yell you on the side. No, I'm just kidding. But, but we, we know
1: not everybody's working with us, so no. they are writing some exactly. of them on their side. So,
2: no, what'll happen is I'll say, this is too detailed. You need to keep it short, simple, sweet, and to the point so that you two, you two need to communicate for your children. Right. Okay, we realize that. But we don't need, you know, novels of, I've had like two-page letters Nobody's reading that. Nobody reads that. You need to get straight to the point and communicate effectively with what needs to be said.
1: Right to the point. And I'm going to tell you something that happened last week with one of my clients, because I know the listeners love to hear stories. Well, I think
2: it's helpful. They get to hear what we're...
1: Do doing and while day? we're helping because it's you, and this is about you. And I have a client whose ex husband on my list is one of the top narcissists um, I've ever dealt with. Okay, I don't deal with him. You know that, right? No, I not, I, right? I deal with it through her, but um, he always writes emails or text messages to her and starts out by belittling her before he gets to the point. So sometimes he will say. Um you are a disgusting human being and you can never do anything that I ask and you wonder why your kids don't like you before yeah. he gets to oh the no before you get to the point can you pick them up at baseball? That's at right six? that's the last thing. So of course right away she gets ruffled because she's focusing on the first line.
2: Uh, it's hard not to. It is
1: but that's okay. We're human. get upset. But disregard that line after. Do you really care what this person thinks of you? Because when you give power to that first sentence, you're saying, I care what this person thinks of me.
2: You're giving that pow- the whole situation more power than it needs. The, yep. whole, the whole situation gets elevated. So what do you think I instructed her to text back
1: to him? <laughs> Well, what it, what was the content of the email? Was it no? Just, it was just what you said. Like, can you pick Tommy up at six? So I had her text him back. Thank you. I'll be there at 6. I was going to say thank you. Bye-bye. Yep, and move on. But a lot of people, Ashley, would do what? They want
2: to engage the first line because they feel they want to be validated and heard, and they want to argue back because that's the way. They think they're defending themselves. Stop defending yourself because... You don't need to. You know that you're not doing anything wrong and that you're stuck in this... You know, by him insulting you or her insulting you, you're not doing it. That's on them. The
1: narcissist doesn't care about your response. No. They are insulting you specifically to get drama going. So these one word, well, not one word, one sentence responses are great. So say they're doing that in a text barrage to you. This is my best line for cutting that off. This is what I tell my clients to do. This conversation is over. Have a nice night.
2: Yeah. And you don't have to to say, oh, my God, why did you say that? How could you say that to me? They're waiting for you to explode. If you don't,
1: it's better. Exactly. If you don't give them back anything. Then they, after a while, will n- will stop or they'll do less of it. I see it every time. And a lot of times, Because though, they can't get their
2: feed. A lot of times, though, they will think, the client will think, well, I need to prove him wrong that this isn't what the, or her wrong. I, I need to defend myself. What are you defending?
1: Good point. Talk about that for a little. Like,
2: what are you defending? You don't need to defend yourself that you're a good person or you're a good mother or a good father. You know that. The narcissist is trying to bring you down. I had a client, actually today, that the ex, um, you know, was very rude and very, they're doing co-parenting counseling right now. The ex was like, I don't think my ex-wife is involved or wants to be involved. She said, I will do anything to co-parent, you know, my Mm -hmm. child with you. We can work together. He was so shocked by the calmness of the response and the way she spoke to him. Yep. They're have another appointment for co-parenting counseling next week. Well uh, he was except he was expecting her to be like, How could you say that I don't want to co-parent and yep. d- d- like to engage, to light a fire?
1: Exactly. They always want to light a fire. We've talked about this on so many shows. They need that narcissistic feed. But if they're not getting that from you, they're going to decrease that and move on to somebody else. Or they will keep doing it, but you have to control yourself from responding to that. Now we're gonna go to another short short break okay and when we come back this is something i think we should wrap up the show with because a lot of people that have been abused by Mm -hmm. these narcissists emotionally and sometimes physically yes um they often when they see an email or they see a text from this person have sort of like a ptsd response and i want to talk about that after and how to handle that we will be back in just a moment
0: When you need solutions to the financial side of a divorce, it's important to turn to an expert. Barbara Rowans at Sound Divorce Solutions can move you towards financial security. She takes the time to listen and helps you create a smarter settlement. Get financial expertise when you need it most. Call Barbara today for your free consultation at 215-355-0989. That's 215-355-0989.
3: Hi, this is Keith Edmonds, founder of the Keith Edmonds Foundation, a nonprofit that has been established to empower children that are victims of abuse and neglect. There's a report of child abuse made every 10 seconds in the U.S. The Keith Edmonds Foundation hosts Camp Confidence, a camp that assists these children in transitioning from child abuse victim to child abuse survivor to ultimately an adult thriver. As a survivor myself, this is personal. I have a deep understanding of what is needed by these children. For more information on how you can help, visit us at www.keithedmondsfoundation.org Children of
0: divorce face difficult and unique challenges. Life circles can be the answer. Working with teens and young adults to help them powerfully not only cope but thrive while experiencing parental divorce or separation. This can be one of the toughest times in the life of a young person. But never fear, Life Circles is here to help. Marty Matika of Life Circles is a seasoned therapist and coach and has helped hundreds of kids change their lives for the better. Check them out on the web at life-circles.com. That's life-circles.com. We all know that co-parenting can be a difficult task to manage. It's hard to find a way to agree when it comes to parenting your kids. When you feel stuck, you need a seasoned expert to help move you forward. Stephanie Newberg has been working with parents for years to help them create a more amicable and productive co-parenting relationship. She understands your needs and frustrations. Get help when you need it most. Call Stephanie today for a free phone consultation at 610-883-0127. She can work with you in person or by Skype or video conference. Stephanie also specializes in seeing teens as well.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the conclusion of the show. So happy to have Ashley, my associate, back in studio with me tonight. We always do such great shows together. I love it. I love having you here. And
2: we get to talk about the real things that everybody really loves hearing. And even, you know, we get emails all the time about how... They can just
1: relate to these situations. exactly. Now, there's two announcements we want to make tonight. One is today in Philly, where I'm from, started my new radio show on 860 AM WWDB talk radio from 3 to 4 p.m. That is called Real Divorce Talk. So if you're in a tri-state area, turn it on. Thursdays from 3 to 4 p.m. You can also access it on the internet at 860 WWDB in Philadelphia. And also come on over to my new TV show at RVN TV. You can Google that and look up the Dr. Sue and You Show. That is where we are talking about real relationships, real people, and real issues. And divorce is one of our main topics. And you are going to be on the show next week. I
2: cannot wait.
1: The show is doing great. The show is doing phenomenal. So thank you, everybody, for all of your support. And let's wrap this up by talking about how when a targeted parent receives these messages mm-hmm. from their abusive, narcissistic ex, that it often brings up a physical response from them. They shake. They feel a pit in their stomach because they don't want to hear the belittling. That is something we cannot take away. No. The fact that the person is going to belittle. But Ashley, what can people do? Well,
2: so specifically, I had a client who said, you know, I was just getting, like, nauseous. I was getting anxious. I was getting really stressed out. I didn't know what to do. So I said, well, what – is that when you open the email? And she says, yes. She goes, when I open the email, I start to panic. I said, you just need to take a step back, breathe, and just realize what's happening. I'm like, just take one
1: small step. Take a deep breath. When you get it, take a small deep breath. And tell yourself that whatever is on that page cannot hurt you. And you are stronger than that. And you can come up with a response, a short response to send back. So that text message or that email loses its power almost. Right. Great way to finish that. We said, we said, you know, it gives it less power.
2: You know, you can react differently. It becomes less scary. You know, just remember to breathe, take a second for yourself. Take a minute of self-care, really, as you're opening it.
1: And also, if you see a line in the email, what do they call that line at the top? Oh,
2: like a tag? Like a subject.
1: The subject line. I couldn't think about it. Me neither. All right. The subject line. And it, it says... His name, or her name, mm-hmm. or the child's name. Before
2: you open it, before you open it, mentally prepare yourself with a breath.
1: Take say, some deep I breaths. I can handle it. Self talk. Self empower yourself. I can take this, and I can do this, and I can give the one line sentences back. Nope. Or, or, right. if you. If you want to learn how to do one-line sentences or anything like that, you can contact us at www.drsuanyu.com. Right. We get questions weekly from people. We really do get so many questions about how to handle, how you know, what yes. can I say? What's the best way to approach this? Reach out. We get back to everyone. We do. So, look, let's wrap up by saying this is not easy. And, yes, this is draining. It's draining emotionally on a daily basis. But it doesn't have to be as emotionally draining you can almost take
2: it down a little bit of a notch you can take the power
1: down It's giving the power that you're giving
2: it down you know just a small change we always talk about small changes yeah i'm not saying it's going to go away or you're not going to panic all the time you know it's going to get
1: a little better Exactly. And small changes always lead to big rewards. Thanks, Ashley, for being on the show Thank again you. tonight. Everybody, start applying some of these techniques this week and let me know how you do. I love hearing um, great messages from people saying I watched your videos Dr. Sue or I took your tips and it's worked and I love when people reach out and tell me that so keep on doing it and stay positive and Ashley and I will actually see you back here next week for a new show you are back all right everybody have a great night